John Nolan back for the Bradley Golf Diamonds Dugout Report in Bowling Green, Kentucky. We're getting set for the Tin Caps and the Hot Rods Midwest League affiliates of the Padres and the Rays. And it's a pleasure for us to be joined now by the Padres Director of Amateur Scouting in his fifth year, Mark Connor. Mark, a, a super busy guy over, uh, well, it's a year-round job that's super busy, but especially last week coming off the draft. So, Mark, thanks for a few minutes here. I'm curious, it's such a centerpiece of the calendar for you at the draft last week. You're working up to it, and then it's a hectic three days. You have to do media immediately right after. Is there any moment where you're able to sit down, catch your breath, maybe have a cold drink and relax the shoulders for a minute? Uh, first of all, I appreciate you having me. You know, the, the draft is always a fun time of year because it's really like the centerpiece of all the work that the scouts do. And like, I think at every moment, like after every pick, kind of like try to reflect on that pick and the process we did. Um, and then after day three, uh, spent, you know, probably the next day and a half, two days, like looking over things and just uh, thinking about the guys that we got and the work that the guys put in and, uh, you know, very happy with the process overall and uh, excited to get these new guys in the system going out and playing. Yeah, now a week later that you've had a little bit of time to reflect on it and even a good number of the top picks already signed, including first-rounder C.J. Abrams. What's your assessment of this year's class? I'm sure we're going to really evaluate it five, ten years down the line, but uh, the quick reaction a week later. Uh, well, you took the words out of my mouth. I think, you know, it definitely takes about three to five years to truly understand what the draft class is. But, you know, excited. I mean, I think we got some uh, exciting players that have the chance to, to impact organization. Uh, you know, some, some higher-level tool guys uh, that have a lot of upside. Uh, but, you know, honestly, I think it's, uh, it's a pretty exciting group to add. Of course, the expectation for the greatest impact would maybe come from the first guy you draft, Abrams, six overall, shortstop at a blessed Trinity High School in the Atlanta area. What can Padres fans look forward to in the future with CJ and, for that matter, maybe even uh, Tin Caps fans for next year? Yeah, no, CJ is a very exciting player, like uh, plus plus, the top of the, maybe even top of the scale athlete, uh, you know, 70, 80 runner on the scale. Uh, loves to use his legs, his speed. Uh, as a shortstop, you know, very rangy, hands work good. Uh, you know, he's going to make some exciting plays. And, uh, you know, honestly, probably the thing that I don't think it's talked about enough that's probably one of the things he does the best is, like, he has some of the best bat-to-ball skills and hand-eye coordination I've scouted. Uh, controls the strike zone, puts the bat on the ball, and uh, once he does that, you know, those legs start moving, and uh, he's a special player. In Fort Wayne, we've been fortunate and lucky to see a lot of guys who fit a similar description in terms of the speed, the bat-to-ball skills, especially with Xavier Edwards and Tucapito Marcano here this year. Does Abrams remind you of any guys in the system or even uh, comp to anyone, ideally, uh, as a big leaguer in terms of his speed? Uh, no, I mean, like... I don't have a specific comp form. Like, I mean, I know people have talked about him being like a, a runner like Billy, Billy Hamilton. Um, you know, the one thing I'd say is like he, he knows he's fast and uh, he loves to show it off. So that's a good combination to have. And I think it, I think it's going to be exciting to watch for the Tin Cap fans. Joined by Mark Connor, who's the Padres director of amateur scouting. You've had a chance to see the Tin Caps up close here for a couple days and more than half of this roster, guys that you drafted over the last handful of years. At this point now, about a quarter of the 40-man roster in San Diego, guys that you've had the chance to draft since your first class in 2015. 
What's it like for you to be able to sit back and watch these guys play as pros and shine? Uh, you know, watch, watching these guys play and uh, watching the guys up on the 40-man roster, like, honestly, it, it just gives me a lot of satisfaction of, like, the process that our scouts have done. Um, I think the group, the group of scouts that we have and the process we put in place, you know, it, it has provided us with some good players, some guys that, you know, are able to compete at this level and compete at the, uh, at the major league level. So anytime we come in, it's, it's just good to see the progress that they've made and, uh, you know, really happy for the work that the scouts have done. Obviously, you drafted all these guys for a reason. You saw something in them. And over the last couple of nights, you've had a chance to see a couple of pretty well-played games. And from the video that you've seen from afar, what are your impressions of this year's group in Fort Wayne? Oh, they're exciting. I'm like, the one thing is, like, you you look at the roster. I mean, they're still a very, very young group overall, and I think uh, it, it's exciting to see them compete at, at the age that they're at, at this level, and uh, be able to hold their own. And honestly, like, you know, do better than uh, than just average. A lot of these guys are excelling at the at this level, and uh, just happy to see that. Top two picks from last year's draft class and Ryan Weathers and Xavier Edwards. They'll both be in South Bend on Tuesday for the Midwest League All-Star Game as a couple of the youngest guys in the league here on a team that has the youngest roster in the league. I know from seeing other interviews that you've done, you guys place a premium on getting to know these players as people more than just baseball players, and that's part of the package when you draft them. We've heard from uh, a former tin cap and now a scout, Tyler Stubblefield, how he went and watched a lot of Ryan's basketball games at Loretto High School. He went to Luis Camposano's school to follow him around for a day. What are some other examples of stuff that you guys will do to, to get to know these guys before you give them thousands or even millions of dollars, and why is that so important? Yeah, now, one thing, we can't give away our trade secrets now, but, like, I, no, I, I would say, like, the biggest thing for our guys is, like, it, it's trying to find out who they are at their core, and, like, I think a lot of times, like, and a lot of teams do go watch these players and other sports. Uh, we like to do that because it definitely shows, like, how they are and like probably something they're they're not as good in uh so you're seeing them having to compete a little bit different they're gonna probably fail in that sport more than they are in baseball so it helps add some pieces to the puzzle um our guys do a tremendous amount of like background work talking to, to as many coaches and and players that they've come across in their days um you know but like if there's a question like uh the scouts go try to find the answer whatever means possible is the secret that when AJ went to visit CJ, he actually could do a windmill dunk? Well, you know, he he didn't do one that day, but uh, uh, I think AJ and CJ both wanted to play a little one-on-one, but we talked them both out of it. So Maybe for the best, but perhaps for a pickup game down the road. Uh, just a couple last ones for you, Mark. Your background before your time in your current position as the director of amateur scouting, you were an area scout, and for a time for the Padres covered the Midwest region, and during your time doing that, Got the Padres to draft a couple guys from the Fort Wayne area. Matt Whistler out of Bryan, Ohio, and then Josh Van Meter from Austin, Indiana. Whistler right now is with the Padres in the bullpen, and Van Meter last month made his major league debut with the Reds. Any memories of scouting those guys in the Fort Wayne area? And I guess you already said it, how satisfying it is to see guys go on and accomplish their dreams, but what's it like seeing those two in particular who are pretty unheralded coming out of small towns in the Midwest? Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of memories of those days, like, like, uh, you know, bo- both kids, like, I mean, I can speak about both of them together, that they uh, 
are tremendous young men, come from great families, like uh, their makeup and just kind of like how, how they were wired and how much they loved to play the game was very evident. Uh, you know, I remember watching Matt Whistler. Uh, yeah, I watched him in the fall a few times, and like the thing that stood out was like he he would have a limit on the number of innings that he could pitch, but he would never get to his pitch count because he was so efficient with his pitches. Uh, you know, he you have a total of 50 pitches you're supposed to throw that weekend, and within three innings he would throw 27 pitches and have to go to the bullpen every time I saw him. Uh, you know, and uh, you know it was fun to see him him develop. And the track when he got to to Fort Wayne really really take off, and then with Van Meter, you know, I mean he always had a a sweet swing. Uh, everybody that went in like just loved watching him hit and like seeing him progress and like grow into the power that he has uh, has been really really fun to watch. Like, uh, wish they were both with with us still. Uh, glad to have Matt with us and uh, wish Josh was, but like. You know, they, they've taken their different paths and uh, couldn't be happy for both of them. And to keep you going down memory lane before your time with the Padres at one point, you were a collegiate coach at Indian Hills Community College in Iowa. That's where Tin Caps hitting coach Jonathan Matthews really grew up with his dad being a longtime coach there, and then he played and coached there himself. Any memories from your, your days really grinding? Uh, talk about under the radar there, the Maddie. I had a lot of memories there. Like, I mean, those are... Uh, uh, th- those days were uh, very, very fun. Like, definitely, like a, a grind and a challenge. Um, but probably one of my favorite ones is like when I got there, I had to get my CDL, and I I was the bus driver for the team. So, uh, like, you know, I, I used to drive the the big bus around all the time, and uh, that was fun. No, I mean, like the time with Jonathan, like he's a, a tremendous coach, tremendous person, like. Uh, you know, fond memories of those days in, in Centerville at Indian Hills. Well, there's probably some kind of metaphor for right now. You're driving a bus towards a World Series title in San Diego with all the talent coming through the system. So congrats to you on the job done so far, and best of luck going forward. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Mark Cotter, the Padres Director of Amateur Scouting, our guest on the Bradley Golf Diamond Stugat Report. We'll step aside, come back with first pitch right after this on ESPN Radio, 1380 and 100.9 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.